What's up, everyone? Welcome to another UFC Quick Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Vegas 82 this weekend. Brendan Allen versus Paul Craig in the main event. 14 fights on the slate as of now. Should be a fun one, so let's get right into it. I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I like from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, please make sure to subscribe to the channel, like the video, and again, why don't you give me your favorite underdog? You know, there's, there's a lot of tough ones this week. Um, hard to really plant your flag, but 14 fights, we're probably going to get some dogs um, getting their hand raised. So if you have a, a stance there, could be a good spot to to go You know, intentionally overweight to the field. Let's start out with my cash game play of the week. It is going to be Christian Leroy Duncan at 8.5K. He is fighting Dennis Tululin. Uh, to Lulin coming in on very short notice here. Duncan was originally scheduled. I forget who he was originally scheduled to fight. Um, it's uh, The name's not coming to me, but it doesn't matter because that fight's not happening. Duncan is now minus 400 to win. To Lulin plus uh, 300. And ultimately, we just have a value play here. Duncan at 8.5K if he was being priced accordingly. He'd probably be up in the the lower 9k range so we got a good 700 dollars of value on christian duncan this week he's a evasive striker a little bit of a flashy guy throws a lot of spinning attacks coming off a loss to armin petrosian but petrosian's a, a, a good kickboxer and um no, no shame in that loss Tolulin is, is kind of like a low level brawler he's been finished in three of his four ufc fights um, I believe mostly on the ground, but TKO'd by Gregory Rodriguez in less than two minutes in his last fight. His only win came against Jamie Pickett. And yeah, maybe Tululin goes out there and brawls with Duncan and wins, but um, Duncan is, is pretty evasive, and I, I just don't think it's a great recipe for Tululin to have success. I also don't think Tululin's very durable. His ground game is bad. Duncan does primarily fight on the feet, but I think he has some grappling equity here too. And ultimately, we're just getting a, a great value. Minus 400 to win, strong inside the distance line, at 8.5K. He'll be popular, but I think this is an obvious pay down spot. In cash games, lock up uh, Christian Leroy Duncan there for 8.5K. Next up, my tournament play of the week. Um, I think I'm going to go super off the board again because... Uh, it was hey, it was a great feeling that we uh, gave out Jared Gordon last card. He was like 10% owned, complete smash. So that felt good. I hope you had some exposure to him. My off-the-board tournament play this week is Jose Johnson at 8.7K. He's coming off a submission loss to Damon Blackshear. He's been totally outgrappled in like pretty much all of his recent fights. Um, he's minus 200 now, and I think that's mostly going to keep people away from him. That and the fact that he's priced in a range with Chase Hooper, Eileen Perez, and Christian Duncan, who will all be very popular. Johnson is just not going to be owned, and I completely understand it. He feels this fight doesn't feel like um, it should be anything but uh, you know a competitive pick'em. Um, but Ann Helliger, his opponent... You know, has been out grappled in three consecutive fights by Muin Gafarov, by Jesse Strader, by Alatang Haley. And Johnson's going to be a lot bigger than Ann Haliger. Johnson is 
six foot tall, and Hellinger is five foot six. Johnson has a seven inch reach advantage as well. And I don't put enough stock into Blackshear out grappling Jose Johnson and Ronnie Lawrence out grappling Jose Johnson. Ann Hilliger's been out grappled by much worse opponents. And I think Johnson is a capable enough grappler that it may be his game plan to actually wrestle offensively this time. Um, we just, we haven't gotten enough like footage of him in recent matchups because he's just been on the back foot getting taken down over and over again. And he's had more success in the regional scene striking. And if he goes out there and chooses to strike with Ann Hilliger, A, he could lose. He could get hurt. Ann Hilliger's got a power punch. Um, and Johnson's not really going to put up a, a big score there in that style of fight. But when you look at Ann Hilliger, who defends takedowns at 47% against weak competition, it, it's quite possible that Johnson's game plan is to go out here and wrestle offensively for the first time. Um, and like I said, I think his grappling is actually respectable. I think it's going to look better when he's the one initiating exchanges as opposed as opposed to being the one on the back foot and he's way bigger than Ann Hilliger so should he get top position he has an opportunity to smother Ann Hilliger um, Johnson is plus 150 inside the distance it's not too bad he's going to be very low owned and again it, it's risky but what does a win for Johnson look like perhaps it comes on the feet I do think he has significant grappling equity too, though. So if you're looking to pivot off a Christian Duncan or a Hooper or Eileen Perez, I think Johnson is very sneaky at 8.7K for his wrestling equity against an opponent who is much smaller and has been taken down over and over again throughout his regional and UFC career. Johnson will be my tournament play off the board tournament play of the week there at 8.7K. All right, moving on to my salary play of the week. I mean, these are just, it is a really, it's really tough sledding, to be honest, in the 7K range. One fighter that interests me, um, Jordan Leavitt at 7.4K against Chase Hooper. I'll have exposure to both sides. I mean, the, this is a total mess of a fight. Hooper's minus 207, Leavitt plus 175. Both guys are, are poor athletes, grappling-oriented, weak striking and it, it's, it, it will be messy. Um, I do favor Hooper over an extended period of time. But, I mean, Hooper is defending strikes at 36%. And he's defending takedowns at 50%. And Jordan Leavitt, who's also has poor metrics. But Le Leavitt's probably the better wrestler here. You know, Leavitt took Patty Pimblett down a few times. Um, he's he, might, he may even be more physical than Chase Hooper, which is, you know... Um, I guess not hard to pull off, but I think Leavitt's more likely to land takedowns early in this fight. It's also possible that Leavitt is can fight capably at distance against Chase Hooper. It's also possible that we're going to see a lot of you know scrambles, reversals, control time on both sides, ground strikes, and Leavitt even in a loss can put up you know 30, 40 points at seven point four k, which could go a long way on this particular slate. It, I, I don't feel good about any underdog this week. I will be spreading out my exposure. Some other guys I like, you know, Paul Craig in the main event, I think has some finishing equity. Jake Matthews is probably the most talented guy in this bottom tier. You could play whoever you want. Jordan Leavitt, it, 
is going to get a fight he wants in the in the fact that it's it's likely going to take place on the mat. He's getting a less physical opponent and someone who's not going to be dramatically better than him on the feet. I think he's a live underdog at least. Uh, a win for leave it, you know, will come in the in part on the ground, which has potential to score very well. His last win was a knockout, but 108 points. He's also scored 76, 78, and 86, and 120 in his UFC career. I don't mind taking chances on him for 7.4K. And finally, my matchup of the week. Let's go back to the mid-range here. The people's main event, Jonathan Pierce versus Joe Anderson. Brito, Pierce 8.4K, Brito 7.8K. Uh, Pierce a slight favorite, minus 124, Brito plus 108. This is a matchup of a, a similar to Sabatini versus Lopez last week where Brito's an early finisher. Um, his last few wins have all come in round one. He scored 108, 105, 131. And I consider him most dangerous as a, a power striker, you know. And I think that's where he's going to have the most success against Jonathan Pierce, who's not the most defensively sound striker. But Pierce is a very aggressive wrestler. He's going to go out there and shoot a lot of takedowns, wear his opponent down, land a lot of ground and pound, and just win over an extended period where we've already seen Joe Anderson Brito fall in that style of fight. He lost to Bill Algio in his UFC debut, gave up a couple takedowns, got tired. And I just don't think an extended matchup favors Joe Anderson Brito. So to me, this is a spot where Brito, if he wins, it comes in the form of early damage, probably a knockout. If Pierce wins, it comes in the form of several takedowns landed, lots of control, lots of ground and pound, maybe even a late finish. And we have competitive prices here. Both guys are plus 165 to win inside the distance. The winner feels like they're going to score quite well. I prefer the Pierce side of things. I always just prefer the fighter who has better cardio, especially the grappler, but Brito is a lot cheaper, um, more likely to win in round one. So if you want to target that side of the matchup, which I think a lot will, that's okay too. Either way, it's definitely one of my favorite fights of the night, my matchup of the week. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. Best of luck in your contest this week. Enjoy the week off and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Talk to you soon. Peace.